We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. But the important thing is that I'm learning. Hi, welcome to the show. I have a great great show today. Um, Dan Gabriel, a hilarious comedian, will be joining to talk about his love of the Dave Matthews Band. And my best friend, Mean Kelly, will also be popping in to help me understand why Dan loves the Dave Matthews Band. Plus, as always, there's going to be a Rad Lib, which is a lot like a Mad Lib, but I wrote it and I don't want to get sued by Mad Libs. So um, it's going to be a great show today. Stick around. Um, Take a second before we get started, just take a second to like this podcast and subscribe or follow it. Please, 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 please. Thank you. Um, I'm Kristen Key. I'm a comedian and musician. You can find me online at kristenkey.com. Find me, follow me, friend me, and all those things. And, and now we're best friends forever and ever and ever. Oh, now I'm so excited. Let's get right to it. Hey, computer lady, make Mean Kelly happen. Here is Mean Kelly. She is so mean. Mean Kelly, it's so good to have you back on on the show. Thanks for joining me. I needed you today. I needed you today because I have a guest and their expertise, um, it confused me. It confused me. I asked my friend Dan Gabriel to come on the show and every week I asked my guest, what's three things that you could be an expert on? And his threw me for a loop because he said comedy because he's a stand-up comedian. He said cooking, of course. And the third was... Dave Matthews Band. And I I immediately thought, well, that's that's what I'm going to interview him about. I'm going to talk to him about Dave Matthews Band because I don't know anything about Dave Matthews Band. But then I started thinking, mm-hmm. you know, why is he a Dave Matthews Band fan? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not making mm-hmm. fun of him. I'm just, I guess, what makes, what makes me a... Yeah, why am I a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan? You know, and then I thought, that's because I need me. to talk to Kelly because you... <laughs> are a fan of lots of things. Mm-hmm. Why does this happen? I don't know. Um, I am a fan of a lot of things. Yeah, uh, for a long time, my concert bucket list was Barbara Streisand, yeah. uh, Madonna, and Eminem. Um, and what an all of those people I've seen. What an of entertainers. Exactly, exactly. So, so it's not as if I stuck to some sort of genre or... Um, and then as far as television goes, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, Buffy, all of those things, you know, Buffy, Angel, Firefly, all those shows. Um, and then all the Marvel shows, all the, um, silly CW superhero shows that are on, but I'm also like obsessed with Dexter and Homeland and Wait, 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 I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. You said a word that I think unlocks the key to this episode. It goes from I'm a fan of to I'm obsessed. I think the word is obsession. It's like, I'm a fan right now of Perry Mason. I'm obsessed with the Beatles, with Buffy the Um. Vampire Slayer. Like those are two things that like sure. I would seek out. Like I'm, I'm right. I'm listening to a podcast called "Buffering the Vampire Slayer," mm-hmm. um, and uh, the I don't even want to talk about the the Beatles. Like when when I see those old videos of girls like ah, da, da, and like fainting and crying mm-hmm. at a Beatles concert, <laughs> I would have. Like if I had a time machine, it would not to go, I would not kill Hitler. I would not right any wrongs. I would not bring world mm-hmm. peace. I would just go see a Beatles concert and be like done. Time machine returned. That's that's really selfish. It is. 
And that's what that I would have no contribution. Uh I would just watch them play and be like and cry and scream and faint, you know, and have that experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I, I can't say what goes, but I've always been this way. I mean, as a as a young child, um, as a young girl, I uh, it was Madonna all day, every day. Um, You know, in seventh grade, I knew the whole uh, express yourself dance. Like I learned the whole dance from the video. Um, at, at some point I knew all of the Vogue dance uh, and I am not, I wouldn't say particularly a graceful dancer. Um, oh no. I was committed. Never. Would I describe I was... you as a graceful anything? <laughs> uh, true, true. Um, dog walker, but, but, graceful eh, dog walker. I don't know, but I was dedicated really to, to learn. I, I, did, a, I did a project about Madonna in the seventh grade also. Um, at one point I counted the pictures and posters I had on my wall because I had you know regular sized posters on every wall. But then on one wall, I made a, like a giant collage. So it was like poster sized pictures to like very like the size of a quarter that you cut out of a magazine. I was picturing uh, like a pictures, science fair where like you a, have like funnels and like- No, no. <laughs> okay. uh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> no. um, but uh, one whole wall was just a, a big collage of pictures. And I counted once and it was something like 339 pictures. Of Madonna. Uh, of Madonna in my room. Yeah. So, okay, so this this has gone beyond like, oh my yeah, like I like know. Parks and Rec. Like that was an obsession. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was an obsession. And my parents did not know that I was gay. How? <laughs> but all right. That is denial. If we're just playing <laughs> sure, like a glossary absolutely. of terms, that <laughs> is right. denial. And mm-hmm. you had an obsession. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Okay. Eminem want- is the same way. I, I mean, I don't have 339 pictures of Eminem on my wall, um, but I do know like all the lyrics to all the songs. Which is I mean, a I would feat study in itself. Them Those are carefully, a lot of like study them carefully. Oh, I remember. Probably not so much anymore, like the last couple of albums, just because I, I don't really have the time. Um, well, back in the day, I, still I mean, listen I feel like to we them. had a like, lot more still... time to smoke weed and listen to rap lyrics. Sure. Yeah, and absolutely. Learn them and practice them and rehearse them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our mm-hmm. rehearsal time has really gone yeah. away with our businesses. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. And a, you and I, fair. we used to travel around. You know, you had Susan Gibson on um, a couple of episodes ago, and she yeah. uh, was in a band called the Groobies. I may and have we traveled stalked around. Her. I don't know we, if that's stalking. Maybe I stalk think her. it might have been stalking her because I sent emails. I don't think it's. I spent a lot of time working on that. You, because we used to talk about like not crossing the fan band relationship, which I mm-hmm. completely disregarded, and eventually, I I think became her friend, or else to appease me to sure. leave, leave her alone, she gave me a box of Simpsons tapes, <laughs> and I, I would watch. All <laughs> I mean, of I, yeah, we've been to yeah. her house. Like we we yeah. we did break that barrier, but you yeah. can't go after that barrier. You have to let that happen organically. Otherwise, you're just like that weird girl that won't leave you alone at all your shows although if you are a weird weird girl out there so are we we are that weird girl so don't feel yeah, bad about it if there's cool, someone that you're girl. like fangirling about that's what we did too we we sent emails and i think we like made a mix tape or so, i mean i've i've definitely but what like, i'm just saying play it cool we did all of those things after <laughs> they came to us right like we they saw us at a million shows we sat in the front row 
we made faces and laughed at the jokes and right right made little jokes and but tried not to be obnoxious we lured tried to be with our we tried to be something they looked forward to rather than oh god there they are again right um and so then they came and talked to us and so i'm just saying weird girl give it all you got but play it cool man do play come to you yeah 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 but I guess that's like why, like the Grateful Dead had deadheads that yeah. that traveled for years, following mm-hmm. them around. There's I know something girl, magical. I know a girl who is now uh, has a PhD, um, who spent like a, a couple of years just following them around and like selling burritos in the parking lots of the shows. Okay, 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 okay. So okay, now gave is, me my okay. first dog. You're <laughs> so neither one of us are psychologists or psychiatrists. I know we've both seen them or should. Um, <laughs> is it no. is this a healthy <laughs> obsession to have like fandom, you know, where like to follow a band, to to love an artist so much that I would, you know, seek out their artistry over and over and over? Is that a healthy obsession or is this, you know, creep creep town? Uh, I do not know. Me? Um, I know that my wife is a communication professor and she, uh, there's a term for it. It's called a parasocial relationship. Ooh, that sounds sounds hot. (laughs) (laughs) I want a para parasocial relationship with you. (laughs) Well, we can't have a parasocial relationship because we have an actual relationship. So, so a parasocial relationship is like the relationship that you have with all the characters on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's important, I think, sometimes to keep it that way. I, I got to bring up the, the story of meeting, cool. meeting Michelle Trachtenberg at a wedding once, um, who was a character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played Buffy's little sister, and the the, the fans of the show, a lot of people did not like this, that, that she came on the show in the first place. Yeah, I mm-hmm. came in late in the season. I didn't care, but I was so thrilled mm-hmm. that I went to a wedding. Um, we have a mutual friend. Um, our friends Cre- Creighton and Ryan got married, and I was actually seated at her table. And uh, this is back when I was still drinking but i <laughs> could not sit at the table i told my wife i go that's michelle trackenberg and my wife's like who and i was like oh my god it's dawn from Birds of vampire Slayer. <laughs> she's like i don't care she's really funny and i was like ah I, i'm gonna fangirl her if i sit down she's like just sit down she just told an amazing story about her boobs i was like oh my god and i just kept getting drunker and drunker and avoiding her until i got drunk enough to speak to her and i should not mm. have Smart. Because then I said everything that I sh- you shouldn't say as a fan to someone you're going to fangirl. It was like, oh my God, I read an interview once that you auditioned for Buffy because you were a fan. And I was like, stop talking, Kristen, stop. And she looked at me like, stop talking, Kristen. And we were, you know. And then like halfway through a very long story that I don't remember what I was saying, she just said, thank you, and walked off. And it was like the most dismissive thing anyone's ever said to me. But I was like, like kind of thankful that she saved me for sure, whatever I was sure. saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's best not to, not to meet someone that you're a fan. And I didn't even know I was a fan till I met mm-hmm. her. Unfortunato. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if I met someone like, like that I really like was a fan of, you know, hopefully I'd play yeah. it cooler. Uh, no. Doubtful. Doubtful, no. indeed. Doubtful. So probably best to just stay with my yeah, in my room cool, with my girl. virtual friends. Play yeah. it cool. <laughs> the advice for the show: play it cool, weird girl. Play it cool. That's right. 
Anyway, I guess we've delved a little bit into our obsessions, but, uh, uh, and as always, thank you, Mean Kelly, for dropping by the show and um, shedding some light into to a world I didn't know as much about, or I don't even know. Just thanks for dropping by and talking to me. Anytime. Always appreciate it. My guest this week uh, is what started all this. And so I want to hear, I want to hear all about his journey into the world of the Dave Matthews Band and what made a comedian uh, fall so hard for DMB. So here's my interview <laughs> with uh, Dan Gabriel. Hey, computer lady, make Dan Gabriel happen. Here is Dan Gabriel. Thank you for joining me today. You're very welcome, Kristen. It's great to see you as always. Oh my God, I'm so glad you agreed to do this. I'm, I'm so curious already. Um, I don't know if the listeners know this, but every week I ask my guest, name three things that you might consider yourself an expert on. And you're the first person that's actually surprised me. The first two seemed normal. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The first two seemed totally normal. Com comedy. Yes. You're a comedian. That makes total sense. Cooking. Sure. I would love it. But then the third one, Dave Matthews Band. That's when I got thrown for a loop. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm surprised that we uh, that it never came up while we were working together on the ship. I'm surprised it's, too. Um, I have most of my t-shirts are Dave Matthews Band t-shirts, so like it tends to come up when I, I don't even remember that I'm wearing the t-shirt, and somebody will come up and start talking to me about Dave Matthews. I, I went right off the bat. I, I got five trivia questions. I just wanted to see how Dave Matthews you are from the very beginning. How much, if I'm foolish, if I'm Well, let's I'm just see. Shit. I'm just curious. And <laughs> of all these, I might be able to get okay. one right, I think. And so this is for a okay. Dave Matthews Lay fan. Lay on me. I'm curious okay. too. Question number yeah. one. Dave Matthews put out over 200 songs, but only one has won a Grammy. Can you name that song? The one that's won a Grammy, Ants Marching and Be Too Obvious. I'm going to say so much to say. Or no, no, um, what, what would you say? Is it so much to say? So much to say is the answer. Yeah, you right. talked it out like a game show contestant. Yeah. You know what's real? You know what's funny about that song is that that song, Dave gives half credit to... Um, someone that's not in the band, a guy who started out um, kind of in the band, kind of playing keyboards with him. He wrote that song with that guy, and then that guy's not credited on on anything else, but just for oh. that one song. And that's the one that wins a Grammy. Second question. What is Dave Matthews' middle name? Jay. It's David John yes. Matthews. David John Matthews. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay, two questions David down. David Matthews. Question three. I've got a bobblehead Jesus is a lyric from what Dave Matthews song? And if you're lost, I got a bobblehead Jesus. Joyride. Yes. Three Which for three. is not on, I don't think Joyride's on, I think Joyride's just a live song. I don't even think it's on any albums. Have you heard the song Joyride? Um, I feel like I've heard that lyric somewhere before. And one of my friends from high school in our early 20s was a huge Dave Matthews fan. And so I know I've, I've heard it in passing. Um, so I've that been around is, um, Dave. That yeah. song's one of the songs where they train the audience to participate. Um, or they just end up, some songs end up becoming audience participation songs. So... Um, that song, they'll take a pause and everybody in the crowd goes, woo! 
at the exact same moment, at the exact same part of the song, it'd just be dunk it dunk it dunk. And everybody knows that's when you woo and it's 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 the audience participation part's fun. Oh my god, that's awesome. Dave has twin daughters. Do you know their names? Yes. Um Grace and um uh give me a second. It's uh spacing. I know his son is named August. And, uh, 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 Grace and, ah, oh, shit, just give it to me. I know. I, uh, uh, Grace and Stella. Stella. <laughs> Stella. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, uh, three you know. for four. Three for four. <laughs> what is the name? What is the name of the official Dave Matthews Band fan club association? The warehouse. That's easy. I All was a right. warehouse okay. member for a long time. That's easy. You're a I'm, I'm mad about the Stella one. Member. I know. I know it's in you the song. You you just pie. didn't know Should've it. Just put it on. How many times have you seen Dave? Uh, how many shows have I been to? I think I'm at around 60. What? 60? Oh my God. But that's spanning. This is since I was 20. So this is, this is 25 years of, of going to whatever shows I could go to. I have friends who've been to hundreds of shows, you know, friends who have the money to take a summer off and just follow them around. This, you know, for the first few years, it was just seeing one show when he would come through the Bay Area. Um, and then, you know, as as uh, the culture sort of grew a little bit, it it I started to try to go see more shows. And then for my honeymoon, my wife and I went to the Gorge in Washington State. Do you know what the Gorge is? Okay, uh, no. the Gorge is an amphitheater in the middle of Washington State. It's like two and a half hours east of Seattle. It's like halfway between Seattle and Spokane. And there, there's a Columbia River running through this this part of Washington State, and um, there's a canyon, this gorge, and the the owner of this one particular property noticed that you could be at the bottom of the hill talking, and at the top of the hill you could hear that perfect. Oh, so wow. they built an amphitheater there. Totally different setting, but uh, like it's, Red Rocks. Yeah, Red Rocks um, is at- another amazing, great example. Have you gotten to see a show at Red Rocks? Kind of. Um, this is before I got sober, so physically I was there, but um, they, you know. But you don't remember it? I don't remember. I saw Alabama Shakes there. But oh, I, also, I love um, Alabama Shakes. They're so, I've seen them since I've been sober. I'm like, wow, they're really good. My wife's like, you've seen them twice before. I was like, did I? <laughs> so where did it go from you heard Dave the first time to um, this is bigger than just a band that you have, you know, on a CD in your car. Okay, I, well, the first time, I remember the very first time I ever heard Dave Matthews Band. I was in a coffee shop in college. I went to UC Davis, and I was studying with uh, my study group in, um, in a coffee shop, and I heard ants marching over the speaker. And I got up, and I walked over to the counter, and I said, what is this? And they said, it's Dave Matthews' band. And I thought the way they said it, it sounded like a jazz trio, you know? Like, I, I, I was used to bands having names, 
And so they were like, it's Dave Matthews Band. And then I was like, this is pretty good. And I kind of made a mental note of it. And then uh, my next door neighbor had the CD. So I copied it from her and uh, listened to it like crazy. And then I, um, I went to a show. They were playing at Arco Arena in Sacramento. And, um, and right before the show started, I was there with my friend Drew, and he ran into a girl that he knew from one of his classes. And he said, Dan, this is Krista, Krista Dan. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And then like four songs in, me and Krista are making out. What? It was like... We, That's a powerful band. It was, we were just so, <laughs> oh, I mean, we're, we're up front in the big, you know, group of everybody and we're just all squished together and we just, I, we just got all caught up in the emotion and spent like the rest of the show just kind of singing and dancing and making out. And I just met her before the lights went down and it was, it was great. And I, and she went to school at Davis also. So we tried to date for like two weeks, but we couldn't really match that first night of intensity, you know, like just going and, and seeing a movie later wasn't what we had started (laughs) at this level and you just couldn't, we couldn't recreate it. So it didn't work out, but it kind of like, cemented this like this is a good atmosphere like everybody here is kind of feeling really is that gonna happen every time yeah (laughs) you know and dave just had this attitude i remember that night he was saying like they were taking donations for like greenpeace and he was like put some money in the bucket and you get straight into heaven they just led you right into heaven. And I just thought Aww. it was cute and charming. And You mentioned that at that concert that you went to, um, you know, just a couple songs in, you're making out with a girl because there's such a feel there. I know there's been so many marriage proposals that happened during Dave Matthews shows. Have you seen a, a lot yeah. being it's, you know, 60 plus Dave Matthews shows? And what's like the craziest, um, I guess, display of, of feeling you've seen in a Dave Matthews show? Um... I mean, there's always people like, you know, having sex under a blanket on the lawn at some of the at some of the shows. That's awesome. I mean, well, see now you're getting me into Dave Matthews. I was like, really? Where? What blanket? <laughs> they that the, people just get so. People get so overcome with emotion. They're like, we need to do this right now. <laughs> like, let's just, you know. And okay. it's, even Dave will kind of make fun of us at the gorge. He'll be like, I know you're about to go back to the campsite and get freaky. <laughs> there's this air, there's this feeling in the air at a Dave Matthews show that everybody kind of just loves each other a little bit more. Does your Is your wife also a Dave fan? She is, but not at my level like she's a believer but i'm a priest (laughs) okay okay what is the fanniest thing you've ever done as a dave matthews fan like like she's she's a believer you're a priest what puts you at that level i'm kidding i i know people who are way way more (laughs) let's not compare you to others but i'm just saying i'm not as far as it goes like i'm not at the level that I have a friend, my friend, uh, my friend Molly, she books the San Francisco Punchline and she's an old friend of mine and she's also a big Dave Matthews fan. And she got the musical notes to the end of the song Warehouse. She got them tattooed on her wrist. Okay. 
and she books the punchline so she's very she's kind of high up in the live nation so she got to go backstage at shoreline when dave was there and 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 meet him and he she showed him the tattoo of the end of warehouse and he like drew a little like heart and a little like dg next or a little dm next to it and she had that tattooed on i think the 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 What's the biggest geeky Dave fan thing that I've done? Um, uh, I, I, after the show is over, Carter Beaufort throws his drumsticks out to the crowd. And he's got his own special drumsticks that were made just for him. And they have Carter. And he throws like, a ton out. He throws like, he'll throw like 20 out, but like one at a time and kind of, yeah. you know, pick and shoot. Like if you're a kid, who is on somebody's shoulders in the front, you're getting a drumstick. Like he oh, wow. goes out of his way to give it to the kid or, you know, whoever, like, cause it's like a blessing after the show he comes out. And, um, so I've caught two sticks. What? Okay. Okay. The first one I caught in 06 at the gorge and I was next to Molly and I immediately gave it to Molly. Oh, what a good guy. The second one that I caught, it was seven years later. Um, I, I caught a stick and I framed it. I got the poster for that show. Every show they put out a new poster. And um, yeah. so I, I, I framed it. It's, uh, I'll, I'll send you a photo of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you've, you've established you are truly, truly. A Dave Matthews expert. I'm surprised this didn't come up before. I'm surprised that this is shocking news about me. We talked, I mean, we worked on cruise ships together, so we talked a lot about buffets, a, a little bit about <laughs> exercise, a lot about the audience. And I remember I borrowed a pair of socks from you that uh, I, I wanted to return, but I don't think they're with us anymore. This is my favorite part of this show. This is where um, I talk you into playing a Mad Lib with Let's me. Let's do it. Okay, great. This is technically not a Mad Lib for copyright reasons. It's a fill-in-the-blank story that I wrote specifically for you. Yes. And I left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech, together we're going to make a hilarious story. Dan Gabriel, are you ready to play? I am ready to make a happy lib. Here we go. I need a city name. Pacifica, California. Okay, I need a family member. My dad. I need a life event. Anniversary. An adjective. Furry. Need uh, a person's name. Phil. Uh, an exclamation. What the? <laughs> I'm gonna put three dots there. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I need another family member. My grandma. Yes. Is your grandma still with us? No, I have no more grandmas left. Oh, sorry, grandmas. It's oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> always such a. I should never ask that question. You still got grandmas? No. Sad. I have no more grandmas. I'm out of grandmas. A celebrity. A celebrity. Um, slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah. An instrument. A triangle. Ever popular triangle. A celebrity. Um, meatloaf. You know, my wife and I bonded when we first met because we both hate the food meatloaf as much as we hate the musician meatloaf. Wow. It was a That's big deal a, for us. Yeah. You bonded over hate. That's beautiful. We did, yeah, because anytime like, someone's <laughs> like, mm, meatloaf, we're like, the food? Boo! And, like, the musician, we're like, boo! <laughs> double boo. Yeah, one of my best friends, uh, we, we, um, 
we met because we were neighbors and and uh, he goes oh, what do you do i said i do comedy and he goes oh do you know this guy i go yeah that guy's a prick he goes yeah he is a prick and then we've been friends ever since. <laughs> Sometimes it brings people together just to <laughs> the hate it leads to love. I need a verb. Spelunk. 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 Excellent word. We've never had spelunk as a verb on this show. I like to I like to be different. You're different. You're different. Dan. An alcoholic beverage. A wine spritzer. An adjective ending in L-Y. Oh, heavenly. Uh, a body part. Elbow. That is the most popular body part on this show. Uh, really? So I, I went know. from unique to typical. Damn it, it is the most typical body part. It's almost like you could you can guess that people are going to say elbow. Can I change? Can I change it now? You absolutely I like can. It. I don't like it anymore. Okay, you uh, absolutely can. I, I'm telling um, you, it's almost every week I say body part and someone says elbow. And I asked someone, it's why safe. is my elbow? Just to find out. And they go, it's pointy. I was like, hmm. It's safe. Well, did you know that there's no nerve endings right here? So you can squeeze right here as hard as you want and it won't hurt at all. I'm doing it right now. That's incredible. You can, oh, you, yeah, go, go hand your elbow to your wife and go squeeze this as hard as you possibly can. Somehow and it this is going to backfire. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to change it to? Um, Achilles heel, Achilles tendon. A verb ending in ed. Barfed. Uh, a noun. Crayon. Oh, the story's getting grisly. Uh, a number. Uh, Forty-one. Uh, something you yell. My pants. <laughs> How often do you yell that? <laughs> I like that you yelled it right now because we have a story. Yay, I like stories. We have a phenomenal story. And this one was written just for you. And it is called The Worst Dave Matthews Cover Band Ever. Any Dave Matthews cover band is a terrible Dave Matthews cover band. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing this. I was like, I wonder what a... Is there a good one? They're pretty unique. Nope. <laughs> nope. There's a guy who won American Idol a few years ago that was doing a Dave Matthews impression and just not telling anybody, and he won American Idol. But every Dave Matthews fan was like, am I losing my fucking mind here? Let's read this book. The worst Dave Matthews cover band ever. Well, last weekend, while I was in Pacifica, California for my dad's anniversary, that fits, I figured- Which well, I will be. You're gonna be there, is that really gonna happen? Yes. Oh my God, how exciting. Oh my real God, thing. we're telling your future. I know, it's a fortune. Oh my God. So uh, while there, you're gonna figure, while, while I was there, I might as well check out some furry entertainment. Uh-oh, you're about to get into furries. <laughs> <laughs> the story took a turn. Uh, this says, I saw a flyer for a Dave Matthews cover band called The Trippin' Phils. <laughs> Trippin' Phillies. I like the Trippin' Phillies. <laughs> Uh, as soon as I saw the flyer, I said, what the? I'm taking my grandma. So uh, when the Trippin' Phillies took the stage, I knew something wasn't right. The lead singer looked a lot like Slash, and he didn't play the guitar. He played the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing to picture. <laughs> Especially for like 32 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sound anything like Dave Matthews. He sounded more like Meatloaf. And after every song, he would spelunk 
and then bow. The this concert is a strange was. Show. It is a very strange show. Inside a cave, I guess. Oh, not a bad venue. You have to spelunk inside it. <laughs> After every song, the concert was sponsored by Wine Spritzer, and the band and the audience had been drinking heavenly. Halfway through the show, the lead singer exposed his Achilles tendon. Then, while the band was playing Crash Into Me, he barfed off the stage and onto a crayon. It was the worst 41 bucks I've ever spent. If I could say one thing to the Trippin' Phillies, it would be, MY PANTS! <laughs> Yay! Well done, Dan Gabriel. You've given us a fantastic story and a lot of information. Do you have anything that you want to tell the audience about coming up? Um, uh, please, uh, if you want to uh, hear my jokes, type Dan Gabriel into wherever you download things and jokes will appear. I have many albums and jokes available for your listening pleasure. Go find them. Wonderful. Well, everybody, find Dan Gabriel, follow him, and listen to his jokes. And Dan, thank you so much for being on. You're very welcome, Kristen. Always a pleasure to see you and hang out with you. Interview complete. Ejecting Dan Gabriel into space. Oh, that's a shame about Dan Gabriel. Hey, Dan, if you can hear me, thanks for being on the show. He's in space now. And thanks again to my best friend, Mean Kelly, for popping in. You are welcome anytime. So come back. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Please take a second to like and subscribe or follow the show, whatever platform you're using. Um, send us an email, Kristen at KristenKnowsBlank.com with any topics, questions, suggestions. And if you send us a question, I will read it on the show. Um, you can find me, follow me, friend me, whatever, uh, through my website. That's KristenKey.com. And there will be a brand new episode up next week. So until then... We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's fun.